Open your Bibles tonight to Luke chapter 12, if you would. Luke, the 12th chapter. We're going to look at a few things tonight and got some direction as uh, Pastor Brenda was doing some exhorting. You know, we come ready and we come willing and we come with the ability of God. And we want to speak that which God is speaking to our hearts at that particular time. And so in these days, we've been talking quite a bit about the kingdom of God. And you know the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. But it is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And Matthew 6.33, the Master said, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I like the fact that we will not have to add things to ourselves. But rather when we walk in the plan of God and seek first His kingdom... Amen. These things have a way of showing up in the landscape of our life. Therefore, we don't have to go crazy and go nuts and compare ourselves with the Joneses or the Johnsons. We can just be the person that we are in God and in Christ and enjoy life and let God bless our socks off. And not only that, but be debt free. You know, a good indication that a person got out ahead of God when they purchased something is can they maintain it after they purchased it? I mean, you might be able to get a Mercedes, but can you keep the Mercedes up? You may be able to get a new car, but can you afford the payments? Anyhow, seek first the kingdom of God, His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When something's added unto you, it's not being taken away from you. Who is the one that takes things away? He's a a thief. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He is a thief. But we found him out. And he's under our feet. And so we are in alignment... With the kingdom of God, which is a kingdom of increase, therefore we will know no decrease. Therefore it will not be subtracted from us, but it will be added unto us day after day, week after week, month after month, and decade after decade. But this principle is so vital that we understand it. It is not about us. You know, the kingdom of God is not heart of the Bay Christian Center. The kingdom of God is not your ministry. The kingdom of God is huge. The kingdom of God is vast. The kingdom of God is in Asia. It's in Africa. It's in Russia. The kingdom of God is, bless God, advancing and increasing around the world. And when we are kingdom-minded... And seeking first the kingdom of God, we'll be interested in what others are doing in the Philippines. We'll be interested when a hurricane hits New Orleans. We'll be interested when people are going through difficult times. We will be ready, willing, and able with our seed to sow for our brothers and sisters that are going through some tribulation and going through some trial. Glory to God. Seek first. The kingdom of God. Seek first. Expanding his cause in the earth. And all these things. All this stuff. Shall be added to you. 
Satan is the author of decrease. God is the author of increase. Satan is a thief. God, hallelujah, is the one who gives you richly all things to enjoy. He doesn't want you going crazy over things. He wants you just to enjoy them. Don't let things become your God. Let God be God. And enjoy the things that He blesses you with, but never allow them to take first place in your heart. Therefore, it becomes an idol. Ooh, hallelujah. He is the giver of life. He is the giver of all good things to enjoy. He is the giver of your breath. He is the glory. He is the lifter of your head. He is the God of increase. Mm -mm -mm. Thank you, Lord. And there's not one good thing that He will withhold from you. When you will walk uprightly before Him. He is a giver. In Luke 12, 32, He says, Don't be afraid, little flock. Because it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And tonight, for a little while, not a long while, I want to speak to you on how the kingdom operates. Turn me to Matthew chapter 13. Matthew, the 13th chapter. Can somebody say glory? Glory. Father, thank you for opening the eyes of our heart. Thank you for the liberty of the spirit that we are enjoying in these days. Thank you, Lord God, for the word of God dwelling richly in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Did I say Matthew 13? All right. Notice with me now. In verse 1, the same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside. And great multitudes were gathered together unto him. So that he went into a ship and sat and the whole multitude stood on the shore. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold... A sower went forth to sow. And when he had sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the falls came and devoured them up. Some fell on stony places, where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no depthness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up, sprung up and choked them. But other fell into good ground. That's you, right? Is that you? Is that me? That's us. But other fell onto good ground and brought forth fruit. That's increase. Some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirtyfold. And then the master said, Who have ears to hear, let him hear. Open your spiritual eye, ears and eyes. And the disciples came unto him and said, Why do you speak unto us in parables? Now listen to this in verse 11. Ready, read with me. 
And he answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. Ooh, glory to God. It is given to you. Right here, right now, understanding of the mysteries. Glory to God. The mysteries of the kingdom. He's revealing the mysteries of the kingdom and how his kingdom operates. Verse 14. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing you shall hear and not understand, and seeing you shall see, and you shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I would heal them. Verse 16, are you ready to shout? He said, but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. Oh, come on, saints. You're blessed because you can see. You're blessed because you can hear. You're blessed because it's no longer a mystery how the kingdom of God operates. Glory to God. I'm blessed. Man. That is so powerful. Verse 17. For verily I say unto you. That many prophets and righteous men. Have desired to see those things which you see. And they've not seen them. And to hear those things which you hear. But they haven't heard them. And then he goes on to say. Hear therefore the parable of the sower. Verse 19. When anyone hears the word of what? Come on now, what are we talking about? He says, now when anyone hears the word of the kingdom. Hallelujah. And understands it. Not. Then comes the wicked one and catches away that which he has sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. But he that receives seed into stony places, the same as he that heareth the word, and a nun with joy receives it, yet hath he not no root in himself, but endureth just for a while. But when tribulation or persecution arises because of what? What word are we talking about? We're talking about the word of the kingdom. And the word of the kingdom is a word from the king. And the word from the king is a sure thing. If you will be good ground. Not stony ground. Not a person that gets happy in church and then leaves the church and lets the cares of this life and tribulation and everything just toss them to and fro. No, a steadfast, consistent kingdom son and daughter of the living God. Oh yeah, that's us. And if it hasn't been you, it's going to be you. 
That's what your attitude should be. If it hasn't been you, it's going to be you. He has no written himself, verse 21. He endures for a time. But when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by he is offended. He also that receives seed among the thorns is he that hears the word, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But did you wear your kingdom shouting, dancing, praising clothes tonight? Woo, glory! That's you. But he that hears and receives seed into the good ground. I mean a ground that is sold out. A ground that is ready for the word of the kingdom to be sown into their hearts. He that receives seed into the good ground is he that hears the word and understands it. Now listen to this. Which also bears fruit and brings forth fruit. Some a hundred. Some 60 and some 30. How about you and I being a hundredfold ground? I said, how about you and I being a hundredfold ground? How about you and I being so open and so good? Glory to God that fruit is brought forth for the advancement of... Wow, glory! (laughs) That's how I feel on the inside. For the advancement of the kingdom of God. Amen. Somebody shout amen. Amen. God himself is in his seed. This is a God-breathed, God-inspired word of the kingdom. It is God himself. For God and His Word are one. God is in His seed. (laughs) And if you have a seed, my friend, you have got a way out. If you've got a seed... All you need is a seed. For God is in the seed. And the kingdom of God shall break forth on the right and on the left. The question is tonight, have you got a seed? Have you got some word seed? Glory to God. Now turn to Mark chapter 4. Mark the fourth chapter. How does this kingdom operate? How does it function? The kingdom of God operates according to a process called seed time and harvest. In Mark the fourth chapter, and uh, we'll look at some scriptures there. Oh, thank you, Lord. His word is working mightily in me. 
His word is working mightily in you. Both to will and to do of his good pleasure. The word of healing is working in me. The word of prosperity is working in me. And God is watching over what's working in me. And God is watching what's working in you. Amen. Okay, Mark chapter 4. Now notice this, verse 21. And he said unto them, Is a candle brought to be put under a bushel? No. Or under a bed? Certainly not. And not to be set on a candlestick. For there is nothing hid. Hide the word in your heart. Which shall not be manifested. Neither was anything kept secret, but that it should not come, but that it should come abroad. If any man have, what? If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And he said, here it is. Take heed what you hear. Value greatly what you hear. For with what measure you meet, in other words, with the value you place on what you're hearing, it will be measured back to you. There is a principle, friends, that is so important for us to realize If we will honor God, He will honor us. But His honor that He returns to us is in direct proportion to the honor that we initially have toward Him. If we are complacent about Him, complacent about the Word, complacent about the things of God, with what measure we meet. But that's not you. And that's not me, is it? And unto you that hear shall more be given. I'm looking forward to more. He's the God of more than enough. About the time you think you've got, had enough, he got more. <laughs> I say he got more. There's more. So much more. Now notice. For he that hath to him shall be given. Verse 25, and he that hath not from him shall be taken even that which he has. Don't let that happen. Verse 26. Now, I want you to read this right on through verse 29 with me. Are you guys tracking with me? All right, let's go ahead and begin in verse 26. Ready? Read. And he said, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground And should sleep and rise night and day. And the seed should spring and grow up. He knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. First the blade. Then the ear. After that the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth. Immediately he putteth in the sickle. Why? Read that last phrase again. Because why? Because why? Because why? What time is it? He puts in the sickle. Why? Because the harvest has come. The farmer, when the harvest is ready to come into the barn, 
doesn't sit in the farmhouse and twiddle his thumbs and play checkers with his wife and with his sons. They go out and get the equipment, the sickle, and they bring in the harvest. Opportunities are all around you. It is harvest time. Open your eyes, says the Lord. Do not sit back. Do not sit idly back. Do not be lazy in your time of harvest. For the windows of heaven are open unto you. The windows of opportunities are all around you. Pray that your eyes would be enlightened and that you would see. And once you see, says the Lord, seize it. Take it. Take it. Bring it in. For it's out there. Already. Whew, glory to God. Handela, come on, pray. Oh my. Oh, not waiting. Not waiting. Not waiting. Not sitting idly by. Not waiting for the ship to come in. Not waiting for the ship to come in. But with an outstretched neck and with a great expectancy of faith and hope. Looking, glory to God, looking unto the fields. And the Lord will say, here it is. There it is. Take this step. Take that class. Get to know that person. Take this person out to lunch. Be a doer. For you are in the kingdom. And you must get serious about your harvest. He that is least in the kingdom, I said, is greater than John. You are part of the kingdom Now stir yourself up very strongly and be intense and take what belongs to you by force. No, you are not taking by force that which I have freely given you, but you are intensely taking by force what the enemy has tried to steal from you. Take your sword. Be intense. King James says, the violent take it by force. Authority in the name causes Satan's domain to shake and to back off. And what they have held for so long, they'll leave as they're running in terror from those who arise in faith in the name 
and declare their authority. Even as the lepers made the decision to go into the camp, supernatural power took over. The God of harvest caused the enemies to hear a frightful sound. And they ran, but they left their goods. The lepers came in and said, wow, look what the Lord has done. <laughs> look what the Lord has done. It's not right that it's just for us. Let's go let everybody know the spoil. And the head of the church would say unto us this day that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Now the sinner will come into the kingdom and the sinner will come into the family but there are those that will not. And there'll be great deposits of wealth. You watch and see for my family to receive and to take in for the last day harvest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I can give scriptures for that, but we don't have a whole lot of time to do that tonight. Somebody shout amen. amen. Woo, glory. And so put in the sickle. Stop waiting for something good to happen. Go out and make it happen. Ouch. (laughs) Lift your hands up and just thank Him today. Oh, but but when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest is come. And so just as a farmer must plant seed to reap a harvest, believers must do the same. The kingdom of God can be compared to a small seed When it is planted in good ground, it produces a mighty harvest. Listen to this statement. Your minimum seed will always demand God's maximum harvest. In the kingdom of God, the Bible is not just a book of rules, but it is a bag of seeds. Your heart and my heart is ground for the Word to be planted. And this Word enters into our life, come on, through our eyes, through our ears, through our mouth. And my life and your life is a sum total of the words that we allow into our heart. And according to the kingdom of God system, Whenever you're missing something in your life, if you sow a seed, you're on your way to reaping a harvest. Seed is not just money. 
give and it shall be given unto you. If you want love, so love. If you want friends. And who doesn't want friends? If you want friends, so friendship. If you want money, so money. If you want someone to pray for you, so some prayer. When God wanted sons and daughters, He sowed His Son. In closing, there are three keys to successfully operating in this kingdom. Number one, find the Word. Find the Word that properly relates to your circumstance and meditate on them until you get them into your heart. You cannot overdose on this Word. God's Word is medicine. To all of our flesh. Amen. You can take medicine in the natural to the degree that you overdose and it harms you. And it has some horrible side effects. Anybody experience some terrible side effects from medication? This word has no side effects. <laughs> oh, glory to. I said, this word, it's got no side effects. Hallelujah. So do that. If it's prosperity. You know, if you're having a challenge in the area of love, get in the word on love. If you're having challenges with being judgmental and critical, get yourself seed from the word concerning this walk of love. And God will free you up from the critical, condemning, judgmental spirit. I'm telling you, He'll make you aware and conscious of where you've been missing it, and He will put a watch over your mouth. Mm -mm -mm. If fear tries to grip you, and anxiety tries to attach itself to the city of your soul, and, and you sense that, get in this word. Faith will replace fear by the law of displacement. Just get it in there and get it in there. And even though you may still feel fear, know this, that fear is not on the inside of you. It comes from the outside. And the stronger you get, the more you'll be able to keep it at bay. If you've had difficulties in the area of finances, get this word in you. Get this word in you. Find the scriptures. And then apply corresponding actions by sowing your seed. Be a doer. Be a doer. And then, thirdly and lastly, everybody stand up. We're going to do this right now. Oh, glory to God. I said glory to God. Thirdly and lastly, what we're going to do is we're going to thank God for the harvest. I said we're going to thank God for the harvest. Oh, Father, we thank you. 
We thank you for the harvest. We thank you, Lord God, for the harvest. We thank you, Lord, for the healing power of God working in us. We thank you, Lord, for the spirit of increase on us. We thank you, Lord God, that we're walking in the grace of God. We're walking in the love of God. We are not drawing back, but we're pressing in, glory to God. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear a thank you, Lord? Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. I wish I had someone sing a song or something. I wish I had somebody to sing a song of praise. Sing a song of glory. Sing a song, glory to God, of triumph. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, while they're preparing to sing for a while, we're going to sing maybe five, ten minutes, and we'll be on our way. But listen very carefully. If you have a need in your life, if you desire to be spirit-filled, if you desire to be healed, if you desire, the Bible says, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. One translation says, take them. Hallelujah. Say it with me, I got the faith. That takes. Have you been encouraged today? Glory to God. We're going to have a great week, every one of us. But we want to open this altar right now for people that may have needs.